Welcome to Live on Purpose Radio with Dr. Paul Jenkins, where you will hear inspiring stories of ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Feed your mind with a regular dose of positive energy and show up for your life every day on purpose. Living on purpose means that you have a purpose and you do it intentionally. And now, here's your host, Dr. Paul. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Live on Purpose Radio. This is Dr. Paul, the shrink who expands your life with another episode of Live on Purpose Radio. Today joining me is an author who has written a book that I found strangely similar to my own. I'm not accusing you of plagiarism or anything <laughs> like that, Mark, but it's funny that we happened on some of the same principles through a different route. We'll talk about that as we get into the into the show today. I promise I didn't steal anything from your book. Folks, <laughs> welcome Mark Dayton to Live on Purpose Radio. Well, Mark, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here. I'm glad that you're here. We've been scheming this for a couple of months now. Has been a while, yes. Um, we know each other through the National Speakers Association. Uh, you listeners of the podcast will recognize that that's where a lot of my guests come from. Because there's some really phenomenal people there, and that's where I get to interact with people like you. Now, Mark, you you wrote a book called Five Keys to Unlocking the Gift in the Wound. And this book, uh, it's a personal account of your journey of discovery, and and maybe I would add transformation. Yes, definitely transformation. You'll endorse that? Absolutely. Before we get into those actual principles, Mark, could you just share with our our listeners today a little bit of where you're coming from, what your background is, who you are, and and how you got here? Okay, all right. Is that open enough? That's open enough. Yeah. Um, by by training and experience, I am a, I'm a business person, um, mostly on the marketing side. Uh, got an MBA, and then I, I started into uh, uh, the corporate professional world. Mm-hmm. And um, working for a, a variety of different companies, large and small, d- did my own startup company. Um, and one day, I found myself standing on a street corner waiting for a bus. Not to get on the Not bus, to get on. but to step in front of the bus. Which, incidentally, is kind of a tasteless thing to do to the driver. Uh, yeah. But we're not going to go there right now. I wasn't thinking about him. I was only thinking about me. Right. <laughs> Which is an interesting observation, actually. Yes. yes. But there you were at a, a very dark place. Very dark place. In your own life. Very, very dark place. I was in so much pain. And I was standing there just thinking, um, this world doesn't need me. There's nothing, uh, no, no value that I can add here. In fact, you kind of felt that the world would be better, better without you. Without me, exactly, absolutely. And yet, there mm. was before I took that step, there was something inside of me, something intrinsic that said, "You're worth it. You're worth more than that." There was a little, this little glimmer ah, of hope. I'm glad you and, saw the glimmer, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> you heard the me little too. voice. I heard the little voice, and I didn't take that step. Mm-hmm. That was a life-changing moment for me, and um, in the intervening years, I've come to discover that we live in a really complicated world. It's a difficult world. There are so many changes, so many challenges, so many, so much pain that, that people are, are working through, mm-hmm. and the, um, 
the, 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 the challenge is, what do we do with that pain? I hear people all the time say, if I can just get through this week, if I can just get through this, this challenging um, experience or relationship or whatever. And what mm-hmm. I came to understand was it's more about, it, it's a lot more than just surviving and, and just getting through, that we can actually take that pain and turn it on its head and discover our greatest gifts are inside those deepest wounds. Mm. Which you're jumping ahead now to <laughs> what you learned from all of this. Here's this experience where you you hit rock bottom. I did. Really. I mean, to consider ending your own life or, or to wish that it could just end. Some things had happened, right? right. I mean, you experienced yeah. some blows. You, Oh you yeah, took some hits. I took some pretty pretty severe hits. Um, I had started a company, uh, a software company. Uh, we were high flying during the the, the dot com, the whole dot com explosion. Everything was fantastic. Mm-hmm. We were on top of the world, and then the dot com bubble burst. The and, dot bomb. Uh, <laughs> the dot bomb, and yeah. uh, we found ourselves uh, without funding, without uh, without anything, and. Uh, there was one small clause in a uh, a contract that I had signed that basically took me into bankruptcy, and so I was at I was at rock bottom. It was a pretty dark time in my life. You never planned on bankruptcy. Oh, it wasn't like one of your life aspira- aspirations to. I I thought I was going to be on the cover of Fortune magazine, not mm. uh, standing there wondering how I could figure out how to purchase a copy of Fortune magazine. It was just totally out of my uh, my realm wow. of. of, of belief. Mark, I shared with you before the show uh, that you and I have arrived in, in similar places uh, through a little different path. But uh, in my book, I start out with a very similar story. Uh, the chapter is titled Lightning Strikes. Okay. Okay. Now you can relate to this, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and it put me into a position where I was facing bankruptcy. And at the time, I felt like that was probably the worst thing that could ever happen to me. Now, since then, I've learned that, oh, there's lots of worse things that could have happened to me. <laughs> you know, as I interview people on my show and whatnot, it, it could always be worse. It could always be very that true. Is, that's part of my core model now. Very but I didn't true. just happen across that accidentally. <clears throat> I learned it in a similar way. And you learned through this experience that... Well, first of all, can we just start with the obvious one? Sure. Stuff happens. Okay, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, does it only happen to people who deserve it? Or yeah. there's there's stuff that comes into your life that that you you don't choose, you right. don't you don't want it to come into your life. It just it happens. It happens. And what if we were to look at the why behind that? At least just briefly. Why does stuff happen? Because that's the nature of our existence here. Yes. Yes. Welcome to Earth. That's how we roll. <laughs> Welcome to being a human being. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. I notice, for example, Mark, that when when a storm hits my neighborhood, now we live in the mountain west. We don't get storms like they do on the Gulf Coast. Right. But when a storm hits my neighborhood, it hits my neighbor's house. It hits my house. It hits the guy <laughs> down the street. You can see what I'm saying? It hits everybody. It hits everybody. Why? Yeah. Because we live here. Yes. This is how life runs. But we get, I don't know where these come from, Mark, but sometimes we have these false expectations that maybe, 
maybe if I live a certain way, these things won't ever happen to me. Yes, yes. And well, <laughs> even even more interesting is I uh, over the years as I have uh, observed a lot of different people. There's there's also the the situation where you see. That person seems to have the perfect life. And right. Everything right. is ideal. What Their family is perfect. Their job is perfect. Everything is perfect. And yet I've come to find out that nobody is immune. Even right. those people who seem like they have the perfect life, they've got stuff going on. <laughs> they've got some really difficult challenges. Well, and can I just attest to that, too? Because I get this sometimes. At this phase of my career, uh, where I'm, I'm running this podcast, I'm, I've got a very... Popular, popular YouTube channel. I, I, I'm speaking and presenting a lot. And people will see me on the stage and they'll think, oh, that guy's got it all together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when they read my book, they get a little more of the story, the background behind it. Right. One of my guests shared this with me recently, Mark. She said, this is about where you are, not who you are. I like that. And... I can look back now from the perspective where I am and see that I was in a place that was difficult. I'm picturing you on that, on that curb waiting for the bus, right? Right, right. Um, and from an outside observer, anyone else might look at you and say, that guy, he's pretty fortunate. He's got a lot going on. He's got it all together. Right? They don't yeah, know the darkness yeah. that was inside of you at that time. Not at all. And in comparison, I mean, when we compare our problems to somebody else's, it's either better or worse, right. according to our own judgment. But everybody's got stuff. In fact, I've, it's been really interesting. After I, I wrote the book and published it, the, the mm-hmm. people uh, that I knew during that time period... Uh, who knew me at the time? I was putting on the happy face. I was out there trying to be as positive and you know keep things going. And I've had many people say I had no idea, no idea, no idea that you were going through that. They just they they thought right. I, I had this wonderful life and everything going great. I want to take that opportunity, <laughs> Mark, to just invite all of our listeners to assume, just assume, the people you meet have stuff going on. Absolutely. There's pain. There's yeah. difficulty. There's challenge. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Use, on your book, you use the word wound. Yes. Because when stuff happens, sometimes we get wounded by we that. We get wounded. Yes. Uh, part, part of the reason I chose that word is because, um, for two reasons. One is a wound, in, to me, it kind of conjures up this idea of something that, that, you, that goes on for a while. It's not just something that... You feel the pain and it goes away. Right. Actually, you you actually have to... There's a recovery process. There's a recovery process. And sometimes it festers and sometimes it gets worse and sometimes, you know... Right. So there's there's this whole idea of of it's it's much more than just feeling a pain and then moving Mm -hmm. on kind of a thing. So... And it's a given. And it's a given. Wait, so Mark, you're saying that whoever's listening to this conversation today... If they haven't already, they will be wounded. Everyone will have a wound. <laughs> okay, let's just wrap right. our heads around the yeah, harsh right. reality right. of that. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's important, though, because otherwise we go through life thinking that maybe we're a special case. Right. And we're just not. We're not. We're not. We're not a special case. You will be wounded. Plan on it. 
that doesn't necessarily mean what you might think it means. That is the trick. That is the trick. This is what I love about your title, Mark, because it's the gift in the wound. And you, this is a recurring theme throughout your book. That, yes. You know, the wounds are going to happen. The wounds are there. Uh, there's a gift in every wound. Absolutely. And in fact, the bigger the wound, the bigger the gift. That's right. So I have a little couplet that I, that I use throughout the book. And right. everyone has a wound. Every wound has a gift. The deeper the wound, the greater the gift. And that's what I've discovered. Right. Where no one is, is immune. But uh, we have the choice of looking at that wound in, in a couple of different ways. And that choice is the first key. That is the first key. Choice is the first key. The book is The Five Keys to Unlocking the Gift in the Wound by Mark Dayton. Mark, as we get into this second half of our program after the break, Let's let's dig in a little bit to the practical application of these keys okay. that you've identified. Is that all right? That's great. Yeah, that's that's. that's Folks, great. stick with us. This is Mark Dayton at Live on Purpose Radio, and we'll be right back. Hey, Live on Purpose family, I know you're a fan of personal development, and that's why you're here on the podcast. Something else that I think you would really like is Live on Purpose TV. Come on over to youtube.com forward slash live on purpose TV, where you will find daily episodes that are all geared toward powering up your personal development program. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Welcome back. Mark Dayton at Live on Purpose Radio today, author of The Gift in the Wound, and more specifically, Five Keys to Unlocking That Gift. Yes. Yes. The first key, can I just comment about that one? Yes, please. Because I love this, and it's more powerful than people realize. That first key is choice. Yes. Until you see it as a choice, it's not. Absolutely. That's why that Absolutely. one is so important. Yeah. What have you learned about choice, Mark? Well, let me, let me tell you a story that's actually in the book. So uh-huh. I was in this really dark place, uh, met with my this life coach, uh, Brad Chapel, and... Um, he could tell kind of where I was at, so he uh, he. Well, Brad had me is come a in. seasoned professional. He is a seasoned he professional. He knows what he's doing. He really does. So uh, he he had me come in. I, I sat down one of the early uh, meetings, and he said, "Well, let's let's go through a little exercise here. Uh, do you you have two bowls of ice cream in front of you? One is chocolate, one is vanilla. Which do you choose?" And I said, uh, "Chocolate. Well, why chocolate?" Because it has a better flavor and it, it's more creamy. And I he started all giving the, him all the all reasons, the, reasons. the arguments, said, the rationale. Well, that's fine, but why do you choose chocolate? And I said, well, because chocolate is more rich and because it's a it's a better flavor for you. I gave him all these more reasons. And it didn't satisfy him. He could just see that I was never going to get there. <laughs> so he said, you choose because you can. Because you can. <laughs> because it's you can. simply a choice. That's it. You don't have to justify it. You don't have to make an argument you don't have for, to make it. An argument for it. You, you just can. You choose. And that's the power yeah. of choice. But we often give that power away for all these other reasons and stories that we make up. When we give it away, as you just said, and come up with some rationale or some argument for our choice, rather than just owning the choice, it puts us into what I call victim mode. Yes. 
Yes. Which leads into one of your other keys. Yes. <laughs> uh, because that choice naturally leads to um, this, I call it a paradigm. You, you enter either a victim paradigm or an agent paradigm. Yes. Now, you used a little different wording in your book, uh, but we're talking about the same Absolutely. concept here. Absolutely. You have that choice. And, and I love the agent, uh, the agent idea, mm-hmm. and be, because you, it, it is a choice. Right. But you have that choice of choosing to stay s- stuck in the story, and we, we feel this pain of something that's happened, and so we will either choose to own that, own that pain mm-hmm. and, um, uh, and, and move ahead as an agent, or we will stay stuck in our story, and it's either a story about somebody else. It's interesting. You listen to mm. those stories. It's either a story about somebody else, or it's a story about us. So it's a story about this person did this thing to me, and why did they? And and uh, you know, all on and on about it's it's uh, a victim story. It's a victim story. Why did they do this to me? And and if they wouldn't have, I wouldn't be here. Blah 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 blah. <laughs> that oh. just reminded me. You've got this other recurring theme. Ouch. Yes. Grr. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Which is talking about the story. The story. Right? We, we feel the pain. And then we get into this resistance kind of a mode. Yeah. And then we make up, we just go back into the story. Blah, 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 blah. And so, and, and that's what, uh, what keeps us stuck there. I, I talk about in the book a, a, a guy I met uh, a few years back who was so stuck in his story. And I didn't recognize it at first. He was quite successful, had his own company. Mm-hmm. But as we started talking, he would tell me the story about, well, a few years ago, I was uh, I created this product for, with this guy, and we were about ready to launch it. And then he cut me out and brought somebody else in, and he went on to make millions of dollars. And I would have had those millions of dollars, and now I'm doing And I thought, okay, well, that's a victim story. It's a story. But every time we talked he told the same story over and over and over again and uh he was so stuck in that story that he couldn't see how to move forward and how to how to to become more successful it's it's an error of thinking but it's a common one yes where we believe that our story is true yes and it may even have factual elements absolutely um it's still a story, <laughs> and we just we roll with it as if it is the the only truth available it's the to only us. Only thing we can see, right? And it is true, and and it happened to me. I didn't I didn't ask to have bankruptcy come into my life. I didn't ask to have, sign up for it. Sign up for this and have the bank take everything. Mm-hmm. That happened to me, but that is where I missed the first time around that I have a choice. I have a choice to stay there and keep telling that story and define myself by, well, I was bankrupt. Okay, well, so I just define myself as a victim. <laughs> and I can stay stuck there or I can say, that happened to me, but what am I going to do with that? And I have a choice as to what am I going to do with what happened to me. Do you want to hear an example that just happened to me this morning? I was on my way to the office. I'm listening to the radio. Now, we've had a little bit of light snow off and on all okay. morning here in the Mountain West. And uh, some people love the snow, some people hate the snow. And this person on the radio said, you know, those people who hate the snow, 
they wonder, well, can I, can I really enjoy the snow or not? No, I just hate the snow. <laughs> well, you're still going to have the same amount of snow. That's right. <laughs> you're just going to have less joy. <laughs> and, so and they don't even see it as a choice. This, they, 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 they you know, choose justify. your position. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Mark, I'm curious about the practical application of these keys. Now, you go over five in right. your book. Correct. And I was really resonating with your book because they're the same principles that I teach in my book from a little different approach. We, right. We've each got our own experience with this. Yeah. But isn't it interesting to you that the same principles emerge? It's as if they are eternal truths that are out there independent of any of us. Right. And we get to, ex- to explore them and experience them and discover them, usually through our pain. Yes. Through our wounds. Yes. Right? Yep. Is that the gift in the wound? Well, that we get connected to those principles? The, the gift is sitting in front of us, and it, go, it comes back to this choice. Is we, we, <clears throat> we have a choice of moving one direction or another, being a victim, or, or discovering the gift in that wound. And it's usually the pain that brings that to our, to our awareness. So the choice us. isn't whether to have the pain. No. Or to experience a wound. No. The choice is in what position am I going to take now? Exactly. Either that that victim exactly. negativity position or the the positive agent yes. position where yes. you get to be a hero. Yep. There's a there's a story in the book about uh, a young woman who uh, was on medications. Uh, she she had uh, some. Severe things happened in her life. She had she had a, a history of abuse, and then she got into an abusive marriage. And I mean, things really mm-hmm. awful. These are things she didn't choose, right? But it affected her deeply, and so she went the the um, medical route, mm-hmm. and uh, for a decade was having no change, no success, no improvement. And so she mm. uh, she came to Brad, and he said, "Well, so what's?" What's your story? And she said, well, I, I'm on seven meds, and the doctors say I can't get off these meds. Well, is it making your life any better? No. Then <laughs> Maybe more emphatically than yeah, that. Like, yeah, probably more emphatically than that. But, uh, and he said, well, so have you, ever, have you ever considered that maybe there's purpose in your pain, that there is a reason for this pain, and that by choosing to accept that and move into it, perhaps there is another way of looking at this. Rather than just saying, "Well, I'm depressed and I'm I'm on medication," there's nothing I can do. And she chose to stay the victim. She she couldn't see that maybe there was another way of viewing it. You know, Mark, that that is a sensitive topic, and many times when we say happiness is a choice, that offends people. Oh yes. Why would I choose this? Well, that's a pretty good question, but they're not saying it as a question, are they? It, it, it's a little offensive, but until you see it as a choice, it's not. Right. And I think that one of the powerful things that your book points out so nicely is that it's not about whether you get wounded or not. Right. In fact, you just plan on it. It's going to happen. Life will be painful. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were chatting about Brad before we turned on the mics and how he got to test all of these theories that he's so skilled at sharing with his clients in his own life as he went through a a diagnosis of cancer. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
so even the gurus from the stage are not immune, right? <laughs> so true. And if you notice this, so none true. of us get out of this alive. <laughs> I hope that doesn't is, burst anybody's bubble. There is a finality bubble, to but, this, yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a finality to it and acceptance of that. In fact, you get to this at the end of your book. What if you were to die before you die? Right. Meaning let go of all of that stuff that you're not going to hang on to anyway. Yeah. And, and I don't just mean physical material possessions. I mean the things that keep us stuck Absolutely. in our own thinking. Let me, let me just add one little interesting point about the pain. And the, the third key is the pain portal. So we talk about choice. We mm. talk about getting out of victim. I call it victory over victim. Love it. And then, and then the, the third key is, is uh, the pain portal, I call it. And uh-huh. it's, it's looking at pain in a different way, choosing to look at it as looking for the gift in that wound. Right. A little while ago, I, I met a guy, a young man, a great young father, had three kids, had a, a good job. He was one of the most skilled people in his profession. He had multiple certifications, really, really skilled, miserable. He was hating his life. He was hating his job. Oh. And as I talked to him, I just heard this story. He was stuck in this story. My my boss is abusive. He doesn't like my work. He doesn't appreciate what I do. I always get the worst assignments. Blah, 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 blah. Ouch, girl, blah, 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 right? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so yep, story. I said, well, you have a choice here. You can choose to stay in. I didn't say it directly like this, but you, you have mm-hmm. the choice to, to stay in the victim or you can look for the, the, uh, the gift in this wound. And we actually went up on a mountain. Interesting. And I said, okay, get it all out. Just yell at your boss. Tell me everything that you hate about him. <laughs> and he moved into that wound. He chose to move into the pain, deal with the pain, and something clicked. And he went, oh my gosh, this is a story. Ah! This is absolutely a story. I can, I can go get another job if I want another job. I don't have to stay here. And within 60 days, he had a new job. He had doubled his income. He was happy. He picked up a a, a hobby of woodworking that he had always wanted to do. And his life was transformed just by moving into the pain, making that choice of stopping the story and actually looking for the gift in that wound. Wow. This is why it's such a transformative process. As, as we accept the reality of the pain and see the gift that it brings to us. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. You've learned that through your experience. I've learned it through mine. Yeah. Um, I think everybody gets to learn that at some point. And what I really appreciate, and thank you for being on our show well, today, Mark. Thank you so much. Uh, you've brought yet another witness that this is not only possible, but it is the way. Absolutely. Is that fair? Timeless principles, and and this is the way. Let's tell people how they can get connected with your book. It's called Five Keys to Unlocking the Gift in the Wound by Mr. Mark Dayton. Thank you. And where can people get this book, Uh, This is available on Amazon uh, in print or Kindle as an uh, e-book, and uh, very shortly as an audio book. So it will be available uh, out there as well. Now, are you voicing the audiobook? No, actually, I have a, 
a, a, a close friend who uh, is a professional oh. actor, and he voiced it for me. Well, so, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, all of us as authors get to make that choice yes, at some right. point. Uh, I thought uh, I'd let, leave it to the fun. professionals. So. <laughs> so The Gift and the Wound by Mark Dayton. Get it. I always ask, where can people get this book? I mean, see... Open up your computer browser. People, you'll find it. Right? You've That's also right. got a website. I Mark do have a website. LDayton.com. Yes. Is that correct? MarkLDayton.com. Okay. So that's where people can connect with you if yes. they want you to come and speak or mm-hmm. to share your story with their group. Correct. Excellent. Yes. Yep. Mark, thank you for joining us. It was thank you for having me. Today. It's been wonderful. Folks, you've heard the conversation. You've heard the keys. It's time now for all of us to go live on purpose. Mm-hmm.